0: Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Let's begin by reading from Proverbs 31, 26. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions is on her tongue. As we jump in today, I'd love to draw our attention to pieces of the summary, which are written by the Kellers uh, from today. They they write this, uh, the Bible calls Christians to mutually shepherd one another. They go on to say that this one another ministry is given to all believers. So how much more should a husband and a wife shepherd not only each other, but especially their children? In a sense, Every Christian family is a small church. Did you catch that? Every Christian family is a small church. Now, I grew up in a pastor's home. My parents have faithfully pastored the same church uh, up in the Bay Area for over 40 years now. And for the most part, it was an amazing way to grow up. And of course, we saw some of the dysfunctions of the inside of the church, but generally our parents modeled for us what it really looked like to joyfully serve others with faithfulness and obedience. Uh, And so I've always been a church kid. Growing up, it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night every week for years. and I can remember um, how much my brother and I would even sometimes would, would play church at home. We would be in the living room banging away on our plastic instruments for worship and dancing around the living room before one of us, usually me, would get up to, to give the sermon. Uh, and we loved it. and I still love it. I love the church. I love the church, not because she is perfect, but because Christ loves the church. He gave his life up for the church, and the church is his vehicle. It's his chosen vehicle by which he demonstrates the aspects, the values of his kingdom in the world. So today, when we read that every Christian family is a small church, just like you, that brings up... All sorts of experiences and emotions for me, and not all of them are awesome. But this isn't just some clever wordplay at work here by the Kellers. It's actually very scriptural. In fact, the dominant metaphor for the church in the New Testament is one of Family. Whereas we get the word disciple, it's, for example, the word disciple is used some 260 times in the New Testament. The word Christian is used only three times. Then we have the word adelphos, which is brother or brethren, is used over 350 times in the New Testament to highlight to us that the scriptural interpretation of the church is meant to be, is always intended to be, that of a family. And being grafted into a family, it comes with an inherited or indicative identity. And it also comes with imperative actions, things that we should outwork in light of who we are. We are family and we are a call to express that, that reality through our relationships. I wonder though, if you're like me, if you ever said something to the effect like this, you know, I just wish church today looked more like it did in the New Testament. Like, I just wish that the church of today was more like the church that we read about in Acts. And in one sense, I understand that sentiment. um, But I also know that we often carry this unrealistic picture of perfection in our mind of the early church. I mean, when we consider that 90% of Jesus's Sermon on the Mount is all about navigating interpersonal relationships, things like anger and insults towards uh, one another, forgiveness and revenge. And then we read of these 59 one another or another commandments in the New Testament, many of which we uh, were listed in today's reading. And so many of them imply relational messiness. Things like be patient with one another, forgive one another, bear with one another, be at peace with one another. All of these things anticipate and expect relational messiness. Yet Jesus's words to his bride are this. They will know that you are mine by the way that you love one another. So any relationship, Family and, yes, the church that truly reflects the gospel has to be much more than the one where we just play church or go through emotionless motions. See, families that reflect the gospel are ones of mutual sacrifice. They're service. It's what the Kellers talk about of, of shepherding one another. And this type of shepherding, it's active. And it can be so easy. I know this to be true in my own life to just coast through the everyday motions of family and relational life, that we can busy ourselves with activity and hurrying through the affairs of the day and really miss the opportunities for growth. I know this is true again in my own life, times when I've avoided the deeper conversation for the sake of false peacekeeping, or times when I wasn't fully present or maybe I was self-focused instead of being intentionally involved and spiritually leading the way. Times when, as a family even, we've had a mentality of self-perservation or ignored the opportunities for mission and service of those around us. But what if, what if it's true? What if the church is family. And what if in our immediate families, we have one of the deepest and richest opportunities of discipleship and growth that we all long for? You see, so often we we look to programs or content or different things happening to be the, the main way that we're disciple. But what if the main instrument of your discipleship is the relationships that God has surrounded you with in the here and now? See, content and programs are easy. They come and go, they they stop and they start. They're often linear, but see, relationships, family is messy. And it is in that mess that God desires to grow us. So ask yourself these questions maybe today. Where are you avoiding that mess? Where are you settling perhaps for shallow discipleship? and how can you and I and us together how can we dig in fully present making the most of our relationships the most of the disciple forming communities that we might grow into the fullness of Christ how can we grow and shepherd one another in such a way that the world around us sees the very love of Jesus Christ lord as always we need your help with these things we confess that we don't always get this right. We confess that it's not in our strength to get these things right. And so we ask, as we rely on your Holy Spirit, that you would show us what it means to commit towards discipleship with one another, to love one another, and to shepherd well in a way that others would see your love in us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day.